Erevin, Perk Tess, Mishnah Gimel 9.3. Our Mishnah here is going to consider the question of what happens if on Shabbos, a Rishusa Yachid, in which you were permitted to carry, gets damaged to one of its mechitzas, its partitions, in such a way that under normal circumstances, one would not be able to carry in such a Rishusa Yachid without repairing the damage that was done to that particular partition of that, that Rishusa Yachid. So we've seen a number of times in the Masechta the principle of hol v'hutra hutra, which means since you were allowed to carry in that place, let's say, let's say the, the chatzer, at the beginning of Shabbos, so then you can continue to carry in the chatzer throughout the whole of Shabbos. We've seen that before. And the question is, does that principle also apply when damage is done to the mechitzas, which define the particular rishosayach in which you want to carry? So, if you recall back to the very beginning of the Masechet in the first chapter, we talked about how when you're going to make certain adjustments in these um, living spaces in which you have um, some joint usage, like a chatzera, mavoi, we differentiated between the architectural adjustments um, and what I call the residential adjustments. The architectural adjustments were making sure the partitions or reminders were in place, such as the lechi and the korah or the pas, whatever it was, um, to remind you that this is indeed Rosh Hashanah and beyond this line um, is no longer a place where you can carry. Those are the archi- architectural considerations. Then we also had the um, residential considerations, as I call them, which is the sort of the Eruv or the Shituf, where we, we at least symbolically say everyone lives together in a single consortium. And we do that by aggregating some foodstuffs, as you call bread in the case of a, of a Chatzar, and we'd say, um, home is where the bread is, and if you put the bread in one person's house, it's as if we all live in that house, we're all guests of that house, and therefore we all um, are like one consortium and can carry throughout the chatzer. Now, for sure everyone agrees, the principle of hol v'hutra hutra, once you're allowed to carry on Shabbos, you can carry throughout the whole of Shabbos, um, applies to the Erev component, meaning the food component. Because obviously, I don't know, obviously, but because if you at the beginning of Shabbos um, have the basket with the bread inside, and by the end of Shabbos or middle of Shabbos you've consumed all the bread, you still can carry in that in that chatzer throughout the whole of Shabbos, even though there's no bread left. The reason why is straightforward enough, which is at going into Shabbos we were a single consortium, and therefore that that's true even when the bread is gone. When we started Shabbos, we're considered to be one consortium that stays that way. The question is if we can apply the same principle of whole vutra hutra to the architectural considerations. In other words, there's damage onto the wall now in a way that you haven't got the partitions up as they need to be. So do we say, since you could carry at the beginning of Shabbos, you can can continue to carry throughout the rest of the same Shabbos? Now, to really understand the Mishnah properly, you have to recall that we made a differentiation when it came to holes and walls and breaches between a Pesach and a Pirza. A Pesach is an, is an entranceway, an egress, like a, a, a portal. A pirza was a breach in the wall. And we said that since it's always the case that in any Rosh in any Chatzir, in any home, in any Mavui, you're going to have to have some access point where you can go in and go out. That's inevitable. So there's always going to be a, a, a portal, an entranceway. So we said, listen, if the entranceway is the kind of entry people would use anyways. So then, let's say if it's less than 10 almost across, and the majority of the walls are up, there are a number of different possibilities, and the Tzuras Pesach, whatever it is. The point is, if it's the kind of thing which resembles a, a Pesach, an entranceway, so then that's fine. It doesn't undermine the integrity of your partition. But a Pirza, a breach in the wall, which let's say is a 10 
I'm a wide hole in the wall, for example. You can't say that's considered to be a Pesach, an entranceway, because people don't make entranceways into their homes, their chatzeros, or their movos that are 10 almost or larger across. Okay, in which point we say that that undermines the integrity of the wall, and the wall that doesn't count as a partition. Now you can't count that as a walled-in area until you reduce the size of the, the breach. Okay. In our mission here, we're going to consider what happens if you lose a wall or a partition in such a way that you now no longer have legal mechitzas. Um, and the simplest way that could be, although it's not explicit in our mission as that particular case, would be if, let's say, you have a house and a, a big hole, you know, one of the walls collapse in part, and you now have a gaping hole in one of your walls, which would be 10 almost across or more. In such a case, we say, listen, you now no longer have a wall on that side. You have a pirza breach, and you've lost your mechitza. And now the question would become, can you still continue to carry throughout the rest of Shabbos or not? The exact same question will be, and this is now, yes, the explicit case of our Mishnah. What happens if a corner of your house, and it's a bit of the wall and on where the two walls meet at right angles, if that section falls away? So you've lost a bit of, let's say, your northern wall and of your eastern wall together. The corner fell off. Now, since normal people do not make points of entrance and exit of their homes or their chatzeros, um in the in the corner of a wall, you just don't do that. It doesn't make it doesn't make architectural sense. Doesn't make you know, that's not how things are done. So, therefore, we would always consider if there's a corner broken off and there's like two two walls are implicated in such a way. So then we consider that to be a breach, a pirza, and not a pesach, not an entrance way, even if the actual span of that of that breach is less than 10 almost across. As a side point, yes, if it were less than 3 tfachim, then we would say it doesn't matter because of love, it, it's still connected. But anything bigger than that, now we are going to have a, a breach. And the question is now that your mechitza, your petition has been breached, may you carry inside that home or that chatzer, etc., um, while um, for the rest of that Shabbos or not. So that's the question. We'll see it's a machlokas. Rabbi Huda says, yes, you may carry throughout the rest of Shabbos. Um, since you started Shabbos in a way you could carry. And Rabbi Yossi says, no, you may not. And the luck is going to be like Rabbi Yossi, that you actually have to be strict, and you may not carry um, in a place where you've lost like a corner of the wall, or you've lost like, you know, 10 almost across of of, of wall. Um, because we don't say the principle of hol v'hutra hutra with regard to the mechitzas. We only say it with regard to the Eruv the food component, the residential component and adjustment, not the architectural adjustment. Okay, so that's the mission in a nutshell. Here, let's see the details inside. The mission says, If you have a courtyard, which is surrounded by a wall, and the wall now crumbles, it collapses, and it has a pierce, it has a breach in the wall, providing access directly to the Rosh Rabim. Um, on two of its sides. And we say two of its sides, we don't mean two holes again. We don't mean two breaches. We mean a single breach that implicates two sides, meaning on the corner where the two sides of the walls meet together. Now, since again, since that's not the way people do normally make entrances into their chatzero, so now this is a pirza which would totally undermine um, the status of the chatzero for next Shabbos for sure. The question is, may still carry in the chatzero for the rest of this Shabbos since this is happening on Shabbos. Um, as a side point, um, many or maybe most of yourselves don't have the words Dushas Rab, it just would read Chatzer Shenifritza, a Chatzer that, that got a breach in it, Mishte Ruchoseh, on two of its sides. So the question is can you carry? Vachain, and similarly, the question would apply a bias if you have a house, a home, 
just four walls, let's say, that breaks on the corner of the house, so that, again, two of the walls where they meet um, are breached. Can you carry in such a place? Now, on this point, so there's an important side point here. The, the Gemara speaks out how, the, the Gemara speaks out how we say, or we, or we, wants to know why we don't say the principle of Pitikra Yorid Vesosam. Why don't we say that since you still have a, if you have a roof, so why wouldn't you say then that the principle of Pitikra, the edge of the roof is Yorid, it goes down Vesosam and close off, that the edge of the roof on either side still functions as a legal partition that would make the home one which one could carry. And that's, that is normally true. If you have a home that's open, let's say you have just three walls in your house and a roof on top of that, everything beneath the roof is all Rosh Hashanah. It's not a problem. So the question is, why wouldn't that be the case over here? So the way that the Bartonor learns it, like Tosfos, is we're talking about a scenario where not just, you know, the corner of your house where the two walls are crumbled and fell away, but also the roof above that area also fell away. And that being the case, you, of course, can't say Pitikriyot Versosem because there's no roof overhead anymore to seal things off. That's the Bartonor and the and Tosfos learn. Um, Rashi learns a little differently. Rashi learns, and it's kind of interesting, because the, the words that the Gemara says are V'kruyu bal achson, it describes the case as the roof is at an angle. So then, the lekelemeymar pitikar yard v'sosem, therefore you can't say this principle, it can't apply the principle of the edge of the roof goes down and seals off. So the way Rosh understands the word that the roof is at an angle, he understands not that it's been chopped off, this flat roof has been chopped off in a way that now the corner of the roof is no longer covering where the walls used to be, but rather that the roof itself is an angled roof. It's like a slanty roof, the kind of roofs that I guess were not typical necessarily in time of in the Mishnahic periods in Eretz Yisrael, above with had flat roofs, but of course we are familiar with slanted roofs if you live where there's snow, etc. Of course, so so a slanted roof, Rashi speaks out. Um, you don't have the principle of pitikar yod v'sosam. It has to be a flat roof to employ that principle, um, and that's Rashi's understanding. La both are true, meaning if there's no roof at all, of course you don't say pitikar yod v'sosam, and similarly if the roof is on a slant, you also wouldn't be able to say it. Okay, so the question is, may you carry in that chatzer or that home? And similarly, the third possibility is, the third question with the same kind of scenario is, v'chein mavui, you have a mavui, the alleyway, that provides access to Rosh And how do you allow one to carry in a mavui, remember? You have a mavui that's open just on one side, and on that far side that gives access to Rosh you put either the lechi or the korah, the post or the cross beam on top. So what happens if, during the middle of Shabbos, the Korah, even though it's plural, it means just a single Korah is required, the one crossbeam has been removed, or the one Lechi, the one post on the side of the entrance to the Mavi has been removed, so now you can't carry there. In normal circumstances, the question is, can you carry for the rest of that Shabbos? And Tanakam Rabbi Huda says, Mutarin ba'oso Shabbos, yes you may. On that Shabbos, where the wall fell down to your Chatzer, or to your home, or the Korah Lechi was removed from your Mavui, even though that's no good for future Shabbos, is this Shabbos since whole Vahutra Hutra, since we started out in a way that's permitted, the rest of Shabbos, this Shabbos you can carry. Va'asurin la'asid lavo divri Yehuda. But Rabbi Yehuda says, listen, future Shabbos, not, the word literally mean it's forbidden forever. What it means is this Shabbos is permitted to carry, since we started Shabbos in, in an okay fashion. But subsequent Shabbosos, you will not be able to carry in such an area until you rectify the breach in the wall, um, or we put up the Korah, the Lechi, etc. Um, because 
It's no longer accessible and acceptable in future Shabbosos. Rabbi Yossi Omer, Rabbi Yossi Omer disagrees. He says, listen, if you tell me it's okay on this Shabbos to carry in such a home or such a chatzer or such a mavui, then mutar lavo. It should, if it's mutar now, it should mutar forever. Vima surin lavo. And if you're going to tell me next Shabbos you can't carry in such a place, so then asurin laoso Shabbos, you can't carry in this Shabbos either. Rabbi Yossi, in other words, is saying, you don't have the principle of hol v'hutra hutra, just because you could carry in the Shabbos in the beginning of Shabbos, you can't necessarily carry in the middle of Shabbos because you've lost your status as a as a properly fenced off Rishusayachid. And the fact that you set up an Eruv with the food doesn't make a difference. You need the architectural adjustments which no longer are intact. And the Halacha is, like I said, like Ribiosi, that one cannot carry any more in that Shabbos um, at all. So that's certainly relevant if you have a Mavu, let's say, if in the middle of Shabbos someone took off Korah or the Lechi, if it fell down and blew off, whatever the story is, so then no one can carry in the Mavu from their homes into the Mavu um, for the whole rest of Shabbos until the Korah or Lechi is repaired, and same goes for your home or for your Chatzar.